I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. All right, welcome back to another episode of Renovation Made Right. We're really glad to be here on this uh, kind of overcast cold day here in New England. Uh, we're uh, in the middle of February as COVID is raging on here, but we're looking forward to uh, better times ahead. The days and are longer. The days are getting a little longer. That's a bonus, right? Yeah. So uh, I am David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. My lovely co-host. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, so today we are fortunate enough uh, again to have uh, Ray and Judy Derling with us from the uh, the Derling Group, which is part of Leading Edge Realty. And uh, and we had a great conversation with them previously, uh, more from sort of the homeowner's perspective, who are the, more, more from the perspective of, pardon me, buying or selling a home, right? And so what are the things that people can think about and, and learn from when considering this major transaction to help that process go smoother, whether you're on the buy side or whether you're on the sell side? And they had some great... Uh, input for us. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, yeah, go you, back if you haven't listened to that, you got to listen to that, right? Yeah. That's a winner. You should and be listening to all our episodes. That's exactly right. And if uh, and and so we're back today, and we're going to bring Radiant Judy in because now today's topic is we're going to gear toward um, how do people who are thinking about doing a remodeling project think about that in the context of what makes sense from the real estate market, mm-hmm. right? And making sure that you're making good choices that, um, that or I shouldn't say good choices, making choices that you know um, the outcome of. It's okay um, if uh, if we are, um, you know, if it's okay if you make a choice that doesn't add value to your house, but as long as you know you're doing it, that's fine. So with no further ado. Ray and Judy, welcome back. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It is so great to hear your voices again. And... Um, so let's let's start uh, let's start this conversation on your side. So so a couple things, and we'll come at it from our side in a second. But from your side, if you are uh, going around talking to clients who want to buy a home, what kinds of things are you seeing that people are doing with remodeling that you would recommend them not to do if they want to sell their house? But also, what kinds of things are people looking for? Um, that's a big question. Thank you yeah, for that. Sorry, it's so, multifaceted. It, well, you can come at it from it, several angles. It, it's very personal what people are looking for, and and that's something we try to bring to the table is what fits your life, not not a cookie cutter approach. What what's important to you, right? So I'll tell you one thing. COVID had really changed was two years ago. Open concept was the rage. Take those walls out, make it wide open. We all want to be in the same room. Well, now everybody's working from home and doing remote schooling. Guess what? Uh, Throw up a wall, (laughs) create a Zoom room. We want smaller little compartments for things. So that that shifted quite a bit in the last year. Um, But everybody is different, Brenda. Uh, Do we want a yard? Do we want to upkeep a yard? Do we want 
um, a pool? Do we not want a pool? We're finding buyers that um, are wanting to get out of the city. They want to come up to the suburbs. They still want the downtown kind of area. They sure. still want to be able to go to coffee shops and walk around and, you know, be close to a train station, even though they're like mostly working remotely. And I kind of see that going forward, like, you know, at least probably 50% of the time that they, people can work from home, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I, right. I'm very curious about sort of the future overall with the, with real estate in terms of people moving out of cities and back into smaller towns. I, I, I kind of hope that's that's a trend. One of our best friends is actually a realtor. Uh, his, his partner is a realtor in Manchester, Vermont, and they – uh, post COVID, that market has just gone nuts, and uh, and it's actually a sort of a, a bedroom community for New York City, believe it or not. And there are yeah. just tons of second home, which which were second homes being built, and, and now folks are like, you know what? I don't need New York. I can, I can be really happy in Manchester, Vermont, right, for a long time. So absolutely, a, New Hampshire yeah. seeing the same thing. Um, yeah. If you can get a water view. That's amazing. Right. Um, when people now are working remotely, they can do it from anywhere. In fact, I've thought about going to Bermuda, guys. Would right. you join me? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hang up a shingle there. That'll work just fine, right? Yeah. So, so, um, so when a client or when a, a seller brings you guys in to talk with them about their home and to talk with them about, um, you know, so what should I do to help enhance the sale of my home and help enhance the value of my home? That's a really dicey question, right? Because you may see the house has, let's say the house has got a little bit of age to it. Uh, it's not that it hasn't been well-maintained. It just hasn't been updated. How do you, how do you kind of parse recommendations about things they should be considering doing, the investments they should make to be able to have a positive return and, and help the house sell? What, how, you know, where are the areas you feel clients should jump in and do things? And what's the line where you say, you know what, if you do that, that's great, but you're not going to get a return on that? That's right. We can make a very long task list of things they could do, but it's up to that person to decide how far, how deep they go on that list, right? Mm -hmm. Um, because no one, you could spend 50 grand in improvements, but you're not going to get 50 grand back generally. Um, it may sell faster, like you said, Dave, but economically it's, it's not always a money maker for you to do improvements. Um, I would say that generally when we go to see a seller, we're talking about fixing what's broken, clean what's dirty and declutter and cleaning what's dirty includes paint. Now these are all things, those three things don't cost a lot of money and those wouldn't, I wouldn't call renovations. But if someone, if someone is living in a home right now today and they want to sell in March, those are the things we focus on. We're not going to tear up a bathroom. We're not going to tear up a kitchen. Now flip the coin to a seller that is, wants to improve their home to make it more livable. And maybe they, they have that in mind for 10 years down the road, they want to prepare for market. Renovations, we say, are, are generally new as long as they're less than 10 years old. So okay. if you're going to sell within 10 years, go at, go for it and make that home the way you want yeah, to live. Enjoy it. Enjoy it for a while before you have to sell it. You yeah. Know? yeah. And that's, that's it. Yeah, that line that that lines up really closely with the kind of things that we provide to, for input for our clients as well. Because, you know, and and we also talk about sometimes like the closer you are to market, the more um, careful you need to be with some of your selections, right? If you if you have specific you know person not personality specific tastes, right, uh, and maybe they're unique tastes, you got to be careful about maybe being a little bit more vanilla as you're doing innovations yes. to, to, to be more broad-based appealing to the market, right? 
that's that's right. true always. Or go ahead and do it, and then know you're gonna you know you, you want to change it when you sell or something. Right. right Usually, right. what I recommend to people that are thinking right. about selling, you know, within the next like five five to eight years, is you know keeping vanilla on the really expensive things and putting color and verve in their paint. Right. Yes. That's, it's very easy to paint a wall, but it's it's harder to switch out. You know the the purple cabinets that you put in. Right. Right. So. Right. I know the colors these days. Like everybody's going to like you know the gray. They call the grayish mm-hmm. between, between gray and beige. You know the grayish is right. uh, very calming, very clean canvas look. You know or, you know staging looks nice against the backdrop and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what kind of so you're you're basically saying you know you that t- that ten year time frame that sounds really helpful giving consumers a ten year time frame before they start thinking about major work, um, you know what kind of things are are you going to encourage people so if you go into a home and there's a bathroom that just hasn't been touched for the 1950s it looks like it the rest of the home is clean nicely maintained but you are positive that every time a buyer comes in, the first thing they're going to say is, well, if we buy the house, we're going to have to rent it for the bathroom. Right? That's always the dialogue, right? The, 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 mm-hmm. the, the buyer is always thinking about, and they're probably, in most cases, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they've got you know a calculator in their head going, okay, we love the house, but uh, kitchen renovation, you know, $65,000, bathroom renovation, $35,000, and they've got this kind of adding up, and they're thinking about this sort of relative to their offer. And and how do you dance that dance with the seller and the buyer as they're thinking about, okay, if, if anybody's going to look at this bathroom or they're going to say they can't live in this bathroom, uh, you know, but you know that if the buyer, if the seller goes and, renovate, goes and renovates that, they're probably going to spend more on the renovation than they're going to get back. But they don't. But how much is the seller? I'm sorry. How much is the buyer going to ding them? Right when they're trying to make their offer, they're gonna. They're not going to want to give them full value for that bathroom. They want to have money left in their offer to pay for a new bathroom. How, where, how do you how do you dance that dance? I, I just I'm I'm just dancing through your question. I is that I, a hard one? It is a great. It's a great. It, it's a great dance. It's a great. We have two hats. One says buyer. The other one says seller. Mm-hmm. And depending on who we're trying to help, we have. This, this, the advice is the same. It's just a different angle, right? Sure. So if I've got a seller with a 1950s bathroom, you know, that big four-by-four four tile, you probably, the bullet, t- what do they call that? Bull nose, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. You guys need to teach me some stuff. <laughs> um, but, but maybe- Listen to the show. I, I, I'm on <laughs> You'll it. be an expert. I am subscribed. I'm an official subscriber. Um, but maybe that's a, an ugly brown color, and you can have a, a company come in that does that for a living and spray paint it white. Um, a seller doesn't have to spend a fortune to gut the bathroom. Right. Maybe they can do some things to clean it up and make cosmetic. it cosmetic. Little... That's right, cosmetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if I could step back a second, kitchens and baths really are selling homes. So if you walk in and you have a kitchen that's that's just renovated within the ten years, hopefully maybe five years, recessed lighting, granite, you know, maybe there's fancy quartz nowadays. That's going to really sell a home. When we when we go into a home and the kitchen's been updated, but everything else needs updating, it's still going to sell mm-hmm. uh, because buyers walk in. That's your lead picture online, and they really get enamored by that. Yeah, pictures are important. They they get the attention of people. You know the uh, they get the foot traffic then wanting to see it. Um, kitchens, they you know you you guys know like they all want the islands. You know, and beautiful islands. Um, different. They they live differently now. You know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Kitchens and baths, and and rip up wall-to-wall carpet, polish the floors. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So let's get a little more uh, granular on that kind of question. So that's that's very helpful. But one of the things I always wonder, kind of wrestle with, is 
and, and let's let's go to a different time. So today the market's almost irrationally hot, right? Which is awesome for you guys. I'm happy for you guys. But it's not always going to be irrationally hot, right? right. It's, there's going to be right. a, there's going to be a time when it goes back to some level of normalcy, and yeah. and that that the that the supply um, improves relative to demand, and. And then you do have a situation that, you know, right now, if you're a buyer, even if you don't like the kitchen, you might feel pressure to just make the offer because you want to get a house, right? But Mm -hmm. there'll be a time when that's not the case. So I want to help buyers and sellers. I want to help listeners in general understand. So I'm I'm the buyer. I go into the home. I look at the kitchen. I look at the bath. They're a mess. I want to reduce my offer, right? I want to reduce my offer to allow me to have some cash to do those renovations. But in practice, what do you guys see? And let's say... It's perfectly reasonable to assume a new kitchen renovation is, you know, is fifty to sixty-five thousand dollars, right? That's that, that's a that's a very typical kind of range. When you're seeing a seller or when you're seeing a buyer thinking about that, are they devaluing their offer by that kind of number, or are they trying to devalue their offer? Uh, or what should you what, what do you encourage a buyer to think about when they're saying, yeah, you know what, this is a lovely home. But anybody who buys this home is going to have to spend money to renovate it. So we want to reduce our offer in line with that so we have the ability to re- renovate it. How, like, how does that work relative to knowing what a new kitchen costs versus knowing what you can actually get away with for a discount? Right. So that's going to depend on the competitive landscape at the time of that home, where it is, what's the demand for that home. The seller may get, may get by with it and get a, a phenomenal price just based on the buyer demand that's out there. Um, when I'm, when we're coaching buyers, we certainly, particularly if they're younger, they don't have the capital to put into these renovations. We want them to have an eye for doing those over time. Mm-hmm. When they move in, they may choose to just, uh, rip up the carpet year one, year two, tackle a bathroom, year three, tackle a kitchen, that sort of thing. But we do try to talk about that vision and, and the equity that's sitting there waiting for you to put this little sweat equity in and come out at the, at the end of the day with some, some positive equity. Um, sellers. Again, if you're out five or 10 years, make that house the way you want to make it with an eye for reselling. But if you're going to sell next month, we're probably not going to tell you to gut the bathroom. Maybe just clean it and paint it. Right, sure. right. So I, I, I'm curious because I, you know, I, I've had friends look for homes and because I have, I have a remodeler sense, I often, I often think, well, you know, what about those distressed properties? What about those mm. properties that you, you look at and think, this has really good bones. You know, everything mm-hmm. is bad about it, but the bones are good. So <laughs> though, bought one of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, those are the kinds of properties that I personally am drawn to, if only because I think, you know, there's a value to be had here and a lot of people walk on by because they just cannot envision what the possibilities are. So uh, what, do you, know, what do you see yeah. out there? Brenda, you know what the experts say? They say 92% of the people don't have the vision. You're one of the 8% that does. Right. And very few people have that vision to make it their own and want, like, I, you know, it's so much easier with those type of buyers, frankly, um, than, but most of the people uh, these days are just two jobs, like kids, they just don't have time. They don't, they kind of want it all done. Like yeah. it's, they just want to move in nice, clean, and like you're, you don't have to think about it. Yeah, and it's that it's that perspective that puts our kids through college. So we're very thankful for that, <laughs> right? <We're, laughs> you know, um, but wait till your kids get through college, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I think yeah, th- that is a big challenge, right? And I and I know in our in our business, the advent of uh, three dimensional CAD software. 
has been a game changer for clients because they act, you can actually put up a picture of what the project's gonna look like right. and they can virtually kind of walk through the space. And that, uh, for those folks who can't understand what plans look like or can't visualize, it's a, it's a game changer, but you don't get that benefit when you walk into a distressed property. You gotta, you gotta be able to see it in your mind's eye, mm-hmm. right, which is hard. And I would say, David, uh, that the technology has come in such that we're thinking that way too. You've had the CAD systems for a while, but now the us realtors are thinking, figuring out how to take a picture of a kitchen and then overlay updates. Right. And some really nice technology available that now we can coach those buyers with even stronger evidence of, see that kitchen, have the vision, here's what it could look like. Yeah, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. We actually, uh, we also own a flooring store in Nashua, New Hampshire. And one of the things that's just started coming online and just hitting our website in the flooring store is uh, a visualizer tool where you can say, all right, I'm thinking about putting new flooring in my living room. You can take a photo of your living room and upload that, and then uh, and then click on any number of floors, and it actually will drop the, f- the the proposed floor right in your living room for you to say, okay, I love it or hate it, right? So it, it takes the anxiety away from people feeling like I'm taking a risk with the selection. They're like, right. okay, now now I get the selection, and it makes so much more sense to them. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Lower the risk in their eyes. Right. One one thing that I would love to ask about because I've noticed a, a change in our industry because there are so many more um, uh, magazines and TV shows about renovation and, you know, uh, and even like HD, HGTV, you know, shows about uh, home buyers, home buyers looking at properties that don't necessarily meet their needs, but they're renovated. Have you seen a change in terms of people being willing to take risks because they now or more are more used to the thought process involved in looking at a house with good bones, but maybe not being what they exactly want on the on the first go round? I wish we saw more of it, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we bought our house, my mom was a realtor, and, and she said, Raymond, this has great bones, unbelievable location. And she was right on both counts. Mm-hmm. But it had wall-to-wall. It had old windows. It had old bathrooms. Um, but I had my mom, who was a realtor, who was coaching us through that, and I think she was dead on right. We love where we live. And over the time, we did the work with a little help from our parents. They were they were painting walls for us. <laughs> um, you know. But we, we do wish more buyers would have an eye for that. But I'll tell you, um, nine times out of ten, I would show a buyer – it just happened recently – show a buyer around various towns, various price ranges. They ended up paying a lot more than they thought they would for new construction. At the end of the day – they wanted new construction. They, when they saw that in comparison to an older home that needed work, it was black and white for them. It was hands down. They wanted that new construction. So we're still seeing that. Now, maybe as times get a little tougher, if the economy slows down and, and people have less cash, uh, the double incomes aren't as strong, maybe things would change a little bit. Well, it's also an interesting thing, too, because I think today um – way, way fewer people have been brought up in an environment where either their parents were handy or they've become handy, right? And so, you right. know, I, I think I think it's just for whatever reason, our society has moved in the direction where uh, 
people have become more maybe technically skilled in terms of, of technology versus sort of, uh, I guess, skilled with their hands relative to the trades or relative to you know helping my dad on a Saturday do work around the house. That just doesn't seem to happen that much these days, right? Um, right. And, I think that's why the tradesmen are so busy these days, tradespeople. Sure, yeah. sure. And, and, you know, I mean, there, we, we do have clients who are almost the, uh, can you come screw my light bulb in kind of client. It's not that bad, but it's not that far either, right? <laughs> That's okay. You'll do that. 100%. 100%. But, but, it's a, but it creates a difference. And so, you know, Brenda talked about HDTV. And, and like for me, HDTV is um, both a good thing because I think it, it, it can be a little bit of a market maker and a terrible thing because I think it does, in many cases, such a bad job at informing clients about what's real, right? And or what, co- yeah, what costs what, what, what are costs a problem, yeah. right? And, and, you know, they, they – but at the same time, it does generate interest. But what you're – what I'm hearing you guys say, and this is really interesting, is that, you know, despite you watching – you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines knock their walls down and make a beautiful home. Clients are like, okay, yeah, that's, that's what you're saying is that you know, folks are like, that's good for them, but I don't want to do that, right there. Yeah, you know. it's almost it's almost fun to watch to get the ideas for what they want to do, but then they don't want to do it themselves. Right. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Generally, generally, exceptions to every rule. Sure. Sure. So, so along those lines, you know, as, as we kind of approach the end of this time with us with you guys. Um, are there any other things that you uh, that you want to offer that that a uh, someone considering, you know, buying or selling on the renovation side should be mindful of, careful about, or enthusiastic for whatever you know. Whether that might be, uh, like we talked off air about pools, which are you know good for some, bad for others, right? And and like and things like that that, that folks should consider uh, before they launch into a project or before they you know they think about it. I would just say I'd love for them to reach out to a realtor or someone like yourself to have that conversation. Does this make sense for today? Does it make sense for long term? You know, we've all seen these homes that did these crazy additions. They might have added a master suite, but boy, does it look silly from the curb, right? Sure, sure. So have those conversations with some experts to see what works for you. Um, adding a pool is is very popular these days due to COVID. People aren't going away. They want a pool in their backyard. So that has shifted quite a bit uh, from, I'd say, 50-50, whether it's a plus or minus, to probably 80-20. Uh, most people prefer a pool. We sold a ranch with a pool last fall, right. and the demand was phenomenal, partly because yeah. of the pool. Yeah, they're creating their own. They're spending the money that they would have on vacations or vacations homes, and they're making it like their permanent residence. They want like a resort at the permanent residence. Sure. Sure. Who doesn't? Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. And we're, the, the, uh, going back to like a sales price and like the data and stuff, like there is a range. Like, so if something, um, a home is not in great shape, it's going to be at a, the lower part of the range versus the mint condition, you know, all, all the bells and whistles, you know, brand new, you, you can, you're going to be, you know, you can set a higher price. That's right. There's a buyer for every home, no matter the condition, as long as you price it accordingly. Sure, sure. Well, so that sounds like a uh, that sounds like a very sage advice and a very good place for us to uh, to kind of wrap up. Yep, I, I wanna I wanna throw one word out because one of the things um, that you mentioned was uh, you know putting an addition on that looks terrible from the street that whole curb appeal thing and so design is really important and so when when people uh, really mess up especially on the outside where you can see it we call that remodeling. So don't re- uh, don't re- don't remodel your house. Try to make don't good remodel. decisions. Yes. That's you right. might be adding square foot, but it doesn't look good. You right. won't get the dollar back. Right. right. Yeah, we, we put that into the category of just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. That's sometimes <laughs> right. right. So. Right. 
That's right. um, so oh. Ray and Judy Durling, we want to uh, we want to thank you guys for being with us again uh, again from the Durling Realty Group, which is part of Leading Edge Real Estate, uh, a company that's got eleven offices in and around the Greater Boston area. Uh, and y- you guys, obviously, again, one of the things that we appreciate in this conversation is you come from a place of of integrity and come from a place of, of sincerely feeling like if you bring the right thing to your uh, to your buyers and your sellers, and from a standpoint of honesty, and integrity, and experience, that you can help them have a good outcome. So that's one of the reasons we wanted to talk with you, and we appreciate the information you've brought to our listeners. Yes. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thanks for having us. It's been another great edition of Renovation Made Right, and I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.